Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. We are rolling through the week with nothing but heart and determination. Last week, we talked about the unholy alliance between hospitals and the fast food industry, some surprising information on how these quote-unquote healthcare systems are contractually incentivized to advertise and promote the fast food company that pays rent inside of their establishment. Crazy stuff. I had to share my findings with you all because, let's just be honest, fast food is making our society sick, and I believe pushing back against these companies in any way is our only chance at changing the way we see fast food as a whole. So, go listen to Fast Food in Hospitals, episode number 43, if you haven't yet, and share it with someone you know who eats too much fast food. This week, we will talk about my approach to nutrition Um, how to avoid fast food, how I help guide my clients, as well as ways to avoid falling back into bad eating habits. If you are struggling mentally, um, if you need somebody somebody to talk to you, if you need some help in life, some advice, uh, please reach out. Reach out to your friends and family, or you can message me. I will talk with you. Find me on my social media, type in Avidity Fitness, and look for the Green Post logo, or email me at fitness for every person at gmail.com all of those links are in the show notes let's go the avidity fitness podcast professional scope and expectations of a nutrition coach provide nutritional guidance and motivation to help influence behavioral changes when it comes to food. Essentially, I want to simplify things for my clients' health and wellness, help them navigate the confusing world of food science, take the fear and discomfort out of thinking about nutrition, carefully scrutinize information coming from social media, and demystify food labels by debunking myths about so-called health foods. In society today, abundance and convenience seems to be at the forefront of almost every decision we make. This is a major problem because in a lot of cases for people, it positions fast food in a heroic spot in their daily lives. Since we need to eat to stay fueled and most people are on the go constantly, they tend to rely on terrible quality fast foods to keep their bodies somewhat energized. An article on medium.com talks about obesity and the food industry. It reads, with many aspects to the food industry, fast food has a heavy control over Americans. With its convenience, cheapness, and portion sizes, fast food is appealing to most Americans. Fast food chains, grocery franchises, and restaurants make up the most influential portion of the food industry. Fast food can be found in every city amongst America and across the world as well. Grocery franchises also manipulate advertisements and use marketing tactics to, cons- to get consumers to buy the food they want to sell, not the food that is nutritionally the best for them. Globally, fast food is convenient and cheap, but portion sizes differ from America, just like grocery stores as well. In most European countries, America's small soda is a large in Europe. 
This displays how much Americans are overeating and the lack of portion control. There is no coincidence as to why obesity rates are lower in the other countries compared to America. American restaurants also tend to over-portion their servings, giving Americans double to triple the portion size than they should be receiving. Because this issue has gained heavy attention, obesity litigations are appearing in court nationwide as people are blaming food chains for their obesity issues and have been for about 20 years. Many critics find this amusing, saying people have, quote, nutritional ignorance, lack of willpower, genetic predispositions, failure to exercise, or whatever else may play a role in the problem of obesity, unquote, says Arizona law journalist Alice Maislik. This obesity epidemic will continue to rise if the food industry does not change its standards and national and federal awareness does not receive attention. The only way to decrease the number of Americans that are overweight and obese are to raise awareness to these issues and implement nutritional knowledge into America's daily life by creating a tax so that nutritional education will be taught in schools. This can help decrease the obese population in America. Now see, I agree, we do need better education, but I have to say I agree with the critics here a little bit as well, because the resources to do better are usually almost just as available as the fast food itself. And that is kind of step number one with my approach to helping my clients. It's to cut out all the processed junk from their diet and start learning how to obtain and prepare their sustenance that their body needs. And I'm, I'm talking about finding out the right foods that are best for their bodies, finding where to purchase what they need and how to cook and keep their food ready so they never have to rely on junk food in their day-to-day -day lives. Fast food is legit poison in my eyes. I do not consume it, and I highly recommend everybody avoid it completely. Uh, just don't push that, don't put that trash in your body. It's that simple. That goes for soda as well. Uh, it's fake food. You should not be eating fake food. Uh, it's kind of a rant that I get on a lot, uh, especially with the people around me. Uh, they know they're probably listening right now and they're probably laughing because they've heard me. They they know very well. I, I go on these rants of just randomly sometimes when we're talking about these types of things. And it I get really worked up because I don't understand why anybody would eat these this stuff, right? It's it's mind boggling to me because it's not real. The food is not real. So once you learn that, once you know that, once you understand that this stuff is made in a lab, it becomes disgusting and not just disgusting. It's just like un unfathom unfathom. I can't even say the word. It's it. I can't understand it. Right. I don't eat junk food. Don't eat fast food. You know, if you want to treat yourself every once in a while. That's what people say, treat themselves. Everybody likes stuff that tastes great. 
and that's fine. But to rely on your daily fuel from Subway or McDonald's or any location that's just using a bunch of processed oils and literally fake food. If you've ever looked into how they make the chicken nuggets and stuff at some of these chicken places, they glue it together with like some type of corn glue. It's it's crazy that people put that in their body once they learn and understand and, and they know um, what it is. And what it is, is it isn't food. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I go crazy over stuff like that. Just don't eat it, okay? It, if you're on your health journey and you're trying to get better nutrition around you and in your life, uh, that's number one. Don't eat fast food. So my number one piece of advice is to avoid fake food. It destroys the body's natural satiety mechanisms and it disrupts your hormones. Studies literally show that what stops us from eating naturally, uh, what stops us from eating more than what we need naturally has to do, has less to do with caloric intake than it does with the intake of certain macronutrients like types of protein, carbs, and fats. The satiety level of food is partially due to its nutrient density, which refers to the ratio of nutrients to calories. Though highly caloric, junk foods supply a much lower amount of nutrients compared to the volume of food. In other words, calories are not created equally, and quality matters when it comes to how you feel your body. Here we go again. I'm about to, I'm about to get heated up again because quality is everything quality it just like a car you don't put just whatever you feel like in your car to make it go because if you don't put the correct things inside of your car inside the fuel tank to make it go guess what it won't go it will start having problems and a lot of times it won't just break immediately a lot of times it will try to run and it'll try to work and it will kind of seem like it is working for a little while until all the little components start to get gunked up and things start to break and and then it won't run anymore. And that's what's happening to the body when you give it fake food, when you give it fake processed stuff, when you get it when you give it uh hydrogenated oils and all this canola oil and and corn extract and all these things that the body doesn't know what to do with when it's digesting. It is, it's breaking the body down, just like if you were to put the wrong type of fuel inside of your car. It's destroying it. So once you, once you cut the processed foods out of your diet, that narrows your options of what to eat tremendously. But there's still so much you can eat. So you have to try new things and test different whole foods to find what you like and what your body reacts best with. That's what we're going back to, the fuel. Not everybody can eat the same things. Some people can eat peanut, peanuts and peanut butter just fine, and other people go into anaphylactic shock, and you know their throat closes up and they have to go to the hospital. So you have to test these things. You can't just eat what your favorite Instagram influencer is telling you to eat. 
you have to figure out what works for you best. And that is part of my approach to helping people with their nutrition is going through the elimination diet and and testing things to find your food sensitivities. Because you know, it goes back to, to how you're feeling your body. You know, if you're just pumping a bunch of calories into it and and you're eating something that is causing some type of negative reaction in the body, then you're not going to get the optimal results. You know, you're not going to get the best results, especially like the ones that you're looking for, right? So that's a big part. Quality is everything when it comes to how you feel your body. So once you find once you find the things that are best for you and you're cutting out the processed foods and you're finding your diet that's that's great, you know, for your body and 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 is making you feel good and making you feel better, then you can go on to preparing what you need for the day or maybe you meal prep for three days to a week depending on your personal situation that way you leave yourself no excuse not to eat what you need to be eating this way you position yourself as the hero and that's powerful as opposed to relying on a fast food chain on the corner by your job or whatever the case may be you're not you're not hoping that somebody else will have what you need to eat you have it with you or it's at home waiting to be heated up or you have all the things you need to prepare what you want to eat and what you need to eat when you get home. You know, it's going to vary person to person because everybody's schedule is completely different. So preparing for your said situation will make you the hero of your day. And that's just the truth. Things start to fall into place. Uh, you will certainly feel better in many ways. You become more efficient as you learn about yourself. Uh, then the consistency starts to feel natural because you're forming healthier habits. And it can get it can get really rocky for some people. I know I've heard and I've dealt with people with situations where they live with somebody that's unhealthy or maybe their significant other um, isn't as motivated as them and they kind of start to feel like they're dragging them down. And I, I just have to say you have to surround yourself with people who motivate you. Community has a huge impact on everything that you are all the way down to your nutrition. If they seem toxic, if they feel toxic or they feel like they slow you down or maybe they influence you to start eating unhealthy again, cut them out of your life. Even if it's family. I've always said that family family's not related. You know, your relatives aren't necessarily your family. Family doesn't have to be blood. Family is who wants the best for you and who is going to try to understand you and who is going to be there for you and who is is going to keep your best interest in their interest. They're not going to influence you to to go back to unhealthy ways. They're not going to try to bring you down. They're not going to try to 
convince you to do things that you know you shouldn't be doing. You can still be cool with them. You can still be friends. You can still be friendly. But there is no need to waste your time with people who don't want you to be the best version of yourself. I believe that it is an overlooked aspect to staying on track and not falling back into bad habits. But that's why I'm here. That's what I'm here for. As a nutrition coach, it's to hold you accountable, guide you to make sure you learn what foods you should avoid, how to stay prepared, and how to get healthy while reaching your personal goals. If you if you need help, if you need motivation, message us here at Avidity Fitness and keep following the show because you are in the right place. It all starts with information exchange, and that's what this show is all about. My new my fitness nutrition certification is on the way, so I am equipped and ready to do my best to educate the people around me. And I will soon be launching the Avidity Fitness Nutritional Guidance Program online, so be on the lookout for that. If interested in getting a personal coach, I am very excited for the future. We have big plans, big ideas. It's in the pipeline and it's coming. So... For now, I'm going to close out the episode with a closing passage from that earlier article about our food industry. How to help the future. With all these issues occurring, the food industry needs to take control and create healthier alternatives. People are at fault for letting obesity grow out of control, but they had no other option due to what the food industry displayed for them. It takes willpower and self-control for people to make nutritious choices and with the food industry constantly tempting them it becomes a difficult challenge for most people cannot change themselves if they are always looking at brainwashing marketing tactics trying to fit in with social norms and be cost effective with what the food industry has created for them the american food industry needs to raise awareness to these issues and change the way america perceives nutrition Nutrition also needs to be taught at a young age to help children understand the importance of healthy eating and proper nutrition in order to have a more successful and healthier future. Children are the gateway to a healthier future. If the American government implemented a tax for nutritional education, people will understand the importance of a well-balanced diet, benefiting America as a whole. Although Americans will be paying more towards taxes, Healthcare costs will decrease, allowing them to save more money. Although this process may be slow and fast food chains may suffer, it will result in a healthier nation. Obesity rates would decrease and Americans would have the knowledge they need to make their own choices. Eventually, fast food chains would have to change their menus in order to keep customers happy. Although a healthy lifestyle would be encouraged, It would be up to the person to determine their food choice knowledgeably. In the long run, implementing nutritional education would be beneficial to all of America. If the American government and food industry do not make changes and continue with these unhealthy patterns, obesity rates will continue to rise and the chances of a healthy America will disappear. Yo, FitFam, thank you for joining me on another episode of the Avidity Fitness Podcast. Your support means the world to me. If you need nutritional guidance, 
please message me. I will help you with some advice and tips and I can get you started on the nutritional guidance program as soon as it launches. I'm excited to bring it all to the community around me. It should be, it will be a great tool to help with your health and wellness journey. Without a doubt, it's going to be personalized and I'll be working with you from a coach number so we can text and um, we can make some phone calls once a week, twice a week. I, I don't know the details yet, but I'm, I'm getting all that worked out and we're going to roll out the program and we'll launch it hopefully right in the time for summer. So please be on the lookout for that. Also, I would like to extend an invitation to any coffee company that would like to sponsor the show i've said it before in previous episodes and anybody that knows me knows that i drink black coffee for a pre-workout and it's what i suggest to my clients and my friends and family if they want some type of pre-workout stimulation um coffee's the way to go i don't like to push supplements there are some stuff out there that you know, may be acceptable, but for the most part, I try to keep everything all natural, and it's what I've been preaching for years. The best natural pre-workout supplement is coffee itself. So, if you're a coffee company, you know a coffee company, let's work together. Uh, I'll be trying out Purify Coffee Roaster here in a few weeks. Whenever I run out of coffee, I'll order theirs. I'll try it out. I'll drop a review here on the podcast somewhere for free. It's a free plug for them. It's all good, though. Uh, I've had my eye on them for a while. Maybe we can do some work together. Um, But if not, that's cool. I'm going to find somebody. Somebody's going to be a great partner for the Avidity Fitness Company. Be on the lookout for T-shirts. They're coming soon. I know I've teased that. I still have tumbler cups for sale, 20 ounces, 20 bucks. They're really sleek. Get Get your hydration on. Get your coffee on. You know, whatever. Uh, I also have stickers still for sale. Get branded. I mean, that's like, that's all I can say, you know, get the stickers, get branded, get the cup, get branded. Be on the lookout for the t-shirts coming soon, get branded. Oh, and real quick before I go, since we are two days away from April 1st, this is not a joke, not April Fool's Day or nothing, but I am starting a push-up challenge or well, I'm not starting it but I'm participating in a push-up challenge and for the month of April and I'm extending it to everybody all the listeners of the podcast and everybody around me we're doing 2,200 push-ups in the month of April to raise awareness for veterans mental health because come on let's let's just be real real quick those men and women spend their careers And a lot of times they spend their lifetime and their life itself protecting everything that we know, everything that we're allowed to do, our freedoms um, and everything in between uh, what we're allowed to do and what we're not allowed to do. You know, they, they put it all on the line for us. And a lot of those people. You know, they come back and and they're dealing with some heavy, heavy stuff mentally. So, uh, to make sure that they understand that they're not alone, we're going to all get together with a company called Mission 22, and we're doing 2,200 push-ups for the month of April. 
So we're doing it together to let the veterans know that they're not in the fight alone with this, uh, with, with their mental health issues and, and what's going on in their head because we all have problems, okay? Okay, if you say you don't have problems, you need to, uh, I don't know what you need to do. You need to humble yourself, though, because we all have problems. If you dig deep enough, we're all canceled, and that's facts. So in order to combat all of that, we're going to get together and we're going to show some support, okay? So I'll be going... I'm not sure yet, but I think I'm going to be going live every single night for the month of April to do my 75 push-ups, and that should end me with a little over 2,200 push-ups on the last day of April. So join me. Check out my Facebook. I'll be posting more information about it, but yeah, start warming it up. Stretch stretch those pectoralis majors and minors out. Stretch those chests out. Get them warmed up. Get them ready. Okay, we're getting together and we're doing some pushing for the boys and girls that kept us safe.